0: and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode 49, The Hunt's Over. Now what? We are 194 days, 8 hours, 18 minutes, and 18 seconds away from opening day of turkey season in Alabama. So the iTunes review t-shirt giveaway contest has ended, and before I tell you who the winner this month is, I want to thank Tommy from Kentucky for leaving a review. Tommy from Kentucky says five stars. Appreciate your info. You and your son are a great combo. Tommy, thank you very much for that. I appreciate the compliment. And please keep listening into the show. I appreciate your tuning in each week and you taking the time to leave a review on iTunes. And I want to congratulate Spider Monkey for being the winner of the t shirt giveaway. For this month, so Spider Monkey, if you will, send me an email to Andy at iamturkeyhunting.com and give me your address and your t-shirt size. I will get a t-shirt out to you within a matter of days, and that is going to put an end to the t-shirt giveaway. So, I haven't quite decided what I'm doing yet, but I will start a new contest relatively soon. And I want to thank all of you who took time to leave a review and were entered in the contest. If you missed out on the contest, you can still go to iTunes and leave me a review. That is much appreciated. Also, subscribe to the show. Subscribing does not cost a dime, and it helps the show to rank higher on iTunes so that other people can find the show and soak up all the great information that we're sharing here. Okay so this week we're gonna talk about something that we don't talk about a whole lot on the show and that is what to do after you squeeze the trigger on a turkey. We like to talk about tips and tactics and strategies to help you get turkeys in front of you or to help you get in front of turkeys, but we don't often talk about what to do after the shot. And since there are a lot of newbie turkey hunters who listen to the show, I felt like this is information that would really benefit you guys. And you experienced hunters continue to tune into this episode as well because hopefully you'll pick up a tip or two as I go through this information. So you've done everything right to this point. You set up in the right spot, you've made the right calls, the turkey's coming into range, he gets into 40 yards, you decide to wait, he gets to 35 yards, goes into full strut, spits, drums, (sniffs) comes out of strut, sticks his head up to look around for that hen that he heard calling to him, and you shoot. What do you do next? The first thing I'm going to advise you to do is recover from that shot as quickly as possible. When you are shooting from a sitting position with your back up against a tree and you shoot, the recoil from that 12 gauge with 3 inch or 3.5 inch shells is gonna rock you back and your gun barrel up, and you're gonna come off of your target. Get back down as quickly as you can with your gun still shouldered. You probably wanna have your head up a little bit off the buttstock, and you wanna make sure that that turkey is down. If he is not down, get on the gun and get on the target as quickly as you can and take another shot. What I don't want you to do after you shoot the first time is I don't want you to stand up and then start running towards that turkey, especially if you're hunting with another person. This is extremely unsafe. About, I'd say six or eight years ago, someone in Alabama was hunting with a buddy and they called a turkey in, there was a shooter and a caller. The bird came in at an angle to where the caller could not see him. The shooter waited for a shot, took his shot, and when he did, the caller got up to run to where the turkey was, and the turkey did not go down. And the shooter took his second shot as the caller ran in front of the gun barrel. The caller was shot in the knee, and what happened from there as far as surgeries or If he lost the lower part of his leg, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on that. But what I do know is that you have to be very careful when you're hunting with someone else and that first shot is taken. If you're the caller in that situation, sit still. You are not going to help your hunting buddy by jumping up and running anywhere. Sit still until you know that the excitement is over. If you're the shooter, then you need to get your line of vision back down range on that bird. If you don't see the turkey anymore and you felt like you were on the turkey when the gun went off, then likely the turkey disappeared when you shot because he fell to the ground. So after you shoot, stand up quickly, but don't go anywhere. Do not advance towards a turkey without assessing the situation and your surroundings first. If you see that the turkey is down, then put your safety on and start walking towards the turkey. Do not run. Running with a loaded gun is not safe. Keep your eye on the turkey as you're approaching him and be ready to shoot again in case you need to take a follow-up shot on the bird. When you get to the turkey, don't stand on his head or neck if he's down. If you made a good shot on that turkey and he's laying there motionless at that point in time with his eyes closed, he's dead. There's no reason to stand on that turkey's head and risk getting spurred by him when he starts to flop because as soon as you touch him, he is going to start to flop. Let the turkey flop. If you're worried about the turkey pulling out his feathers as he flops around or breaking some of his feathers as he flops around because you're going to get the bird mounted, your taxidermist can fix almost anything wrong on that turkey. If he flops a bunch of his feathers out, Then pick up as many of the feathers as you can and put those feathers in the plastic storage bag that you have in the back of your vest, because I know you keep one back there, don't you? And take those feathers to the taxidermist when you take your bird in to be mounted. Okay, if the turkey is not laying on the ground with his eyes closed and he's acting like he wants to get up and run away, then back up a few steps and shoot him in the head again. Turkey shells are cheaper than a hospital emergency room copay. If you think you have time to do this, remember you've shot one shell, you've got room in your gun for another one. Chamber a number seven or number eight shot dove load in your gun and shoot the turkey in the head again. Hopefully you keep a couple of two and three quarter inch dove loads in your vest. If you don't, you should, assuming the laws in your state allow it. If you destroy your turkey's head by shooting it again, your taxidermist can buy a new one for your mount if he or she needs to. Shotgun shells are cheap, turkey heads can be replaced. Shoot the bird again. Don't pick him up with your hands and don't stand on his head. Okay, so now he's down. His eyes are closed and he's dead. It's picture time. Take some toilet paper from your vest or from your pocket and wipe all of the blood off the turkey's head and neck that you can. If there's blood on the feathers, wipe the blood off of the feathers and go ahead and take your pictures now while the turkey's still flexible enough to pose the way that you want him posed. And don't forget to take a selfie with your turkey and email it to me and I'll post it on the Facebook page. All right, now that picture time is over, tag your turkey if your state law requires it. Take the turkey's head and fold it inside one of the turkey's wings. This is gonna keep the turkey from bleeding all over the inside of your vest. The blood will be absorbed into the feathers and you won't have a bunch of blood in your vest. If you're going to get the turkey mounted, then I recommend taking toilet paper and wrapping it around that turkey's head a few times to absorb the blood and then folding the head on the inside of the wing. You don't want any blood to get on those feathers and stay on the feathers. So when you get back to camp or you get back to the house, if you're gonna get that turkey mounted, you probably wanna take a hose pipe and squirt the turkey's feathers off to get any of the blood off of the feathers. All right, you are not going to carry this turkey out of the woods over your shoulder like you see on all of the hunting shows and in all of the magazines. And you're not going to do this for a couple of reasons. First, it's not very safe. It's turkey season. There are other hunters in the woods looking for turkeys. And so you're going to take a dead turkey and drape it over your vitals and carry him out of the woods that way. Please don't do that. Second, that turkey is going to bleed all over your butt and then you're gonna have to sit in your car or your truck and drive home with blood all over your rear end and all over your car seats or truck seats now. Makes no sense. Third, why would you carry it out of the woods like that when you have a perfectly good turkey vest on? This ain't Hollywood, it's turkey hunting. Take that folded up turkey, put it in the back pocket on your vest, but before you do that, if you want a few of those cool looking pictures with the turkey slung over your shoulder, Then by all means, take those photos before you put the bird in your vest. Next, get your turkey cleaned and on ice or in ice water as soon as possible. Brush as much dirt and debris off of the turkey as possible before you clean it. Don't forget to take the thighs and legs off the turkey. They're delicious if you cook them right. Alright, after cleaning the dirt, leaves and feathers off of your turkey's breasts, thighs and legs. then. Make a salt water brine and soak the turkey meat in that salt water brine in your refrigerator overnight. To make that brine, you're gonna stir one half cup of table salt in one half gallon of hot water until the salt is dissolved and then add ice to that until you have one gallon of liquid. Put your turkey meat in that and let it soak in the refrigerator overnight, just like I said. Now, after you've brined the turkey to dry out blood clots and allowed the meat to soak that salt water solution into it, then pat the meat dry very well with paper towels and seal it in a vacuum sealer, write the date on the package, and put it in your freezer. Okay, if you're going to mount your turkey, then you're going to want to skin that turkey out to clean it. You can skin a turkey for taxidermy and still enjoy the meat as well. If you've never done this, then there are a couple of really good videos on how to do this on YouTube. So go to YouTube now and check those videos out so that you're prepared for later when you actually do want to skin out that turkey. If you're going to do a fan mount and display your beards and spurs, then listen to episode five, Turkey Taxidermy with Harry Whitehead at Gunner's Taxidermy. Harry goes into depth about the best way to prepare a turkey's fan for a fan mount, and he also talks about how to prepare the beard and the spurs as well for display. So that's an episode you probably want to go back and listen to. If you want some great recipes for turkey, then listen in to episode 8, Cooking Wild Turkey with Scott Lasath, the Sporting Chef. It's a great show that I know you'll enjoy if you haven't listened to it. And if you have listened to it, I recommend you listen to it again and write down some of those recipes that Scott shares with us on the show. If you want a great turkey hunt, then go to www.diymerriamsturkeyhunt.com and pick up a copy of my ebook. Where I share with you everything you need to know to go on an awesome Merriam's turkey hunt on public land and to enjoy yourself and have a really good time doing it. All right guys and girls that's all I have for you for this week. I hope that you picked up some good info from the show and can really put this to use this fall as well as next spring. We have a holiday coming up and I hope you guys enjoy your Labor Day. And are able to take some time off of work and spend that time with friends and family and enjoying the great outdoors. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week and a wonderful Labor Day as well. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast.